A state-of-the-art dry fertilizer facility for Insight FS is set to be ready to serve Wisconsin farmers by March of 2024. That's according to Ben Huber, Insight FS General Manager. I'm Charity Seebecker with the Midwest Farm Report. Huber explains more about the impact that this facility will have on them as well as all farmers throughout Wisconsin. So our facility in Amherst Junction is gonna be a 25,000 ton dry fertilizer shed uh, built on our existing property. Uh, we're really looking forward to the ability to, to move the volumes of fertilizer through there um, that we need to and that our customers need us to in the time frame by which Mother Nature gives us in a really heavy spring market in that part of the world. So having a state-of-the-art facility with Kaler Automation and the ability to uh, operate a facility of that size and magnitude with only a handful of people uh, is going to be a really great opportunity for not only us but also our farmers in the marketplace. Take me through kind of the thought process of why you decided to take this initiative to put this into place. How is that going to meet those industry regulations and demands like you kind of talked about? So so this facility actually rewinds time all the way back to 2014 when we first looked at the trade flows in this marketplace. It's an inland terminal um, and we needed some more access to ready access to fertilizer and in, especially in that time frame that I just mentioned is really important in the spring of the year. So we moved 50,000 tons of fertilizer just just us through this facility today. And this was a fertilizer facility that was 30 years old and has not aged well. So it was time to really make a massive infrastructure improvement, not only for our us, but also for the rest of the ag channel that we work with in that part of the world. And that inland storage with size, scope, and scale that we're talking about with Kaler Automation and 25,000 tons on the ground is a huge improvement in central Wisconsin. So with it having that next generation blending, the automation technology, what impact will that have for that facility have on the community of Amherst Junction, but also Wisconsin as a whole and all of our farmers? So the biggest impact on that facility is today it takes us about 45 minutes to load a semi-load of fertilizer blended out of that facility and we're going to be down to 12 minutes maybe maximum to be able to turn those trucks out of that facility. So when we've got a 50,000 ton uh, throughput on, on the tons and you've got uh, about 85% of that that happens between uh, March 1st and July 1st in our market in central Wisconsin, that speed and efficiency is a massive game changer for that part of the world. Not only for us and our internal operations, but also for access to our customers. And in that specialty market up there where it's one of the most diversified cropping areas of Wisconsin between potatoes and cucumbers and sweet corn, field corn, silage, alfalfa, and soybeans, you've got a lot of different crop need, crop staging through there, and you've got to be able to, to be ready, willing, and able to meet those crop needs and those grower needs along the way. And that's where that technology really comes into place kind of break down those three pillars, I guess, if you will, of sustainability that you guys are implementing with this. So from a sustainability standpoint, um, it's really about the longevity of the agricultural retail facility that we can have in that marketplace. Um, as grower demands are changing, as we focus more on putting more fertilizer in a crop instead of ahead of a crop uh, in the state of Wisconsin, especially in the central sands where uh, you've got soil types that aren't overly conducive to a lot of fall application of fertilizer, our focus is to be able to put those those fertilizer products, whether they be N, P, and K, uh, sulfur, uh, zinc, calcium, putting those in the crop, in field, in the crop when it's a growing crop in season. The, the ability to do that today is limited by our ability to turn fertilizer through that facility, which is there again why we're trying to move this facility forward with technology that helps improve that speed and efficiency in central Wisconsin. 
So how many tons will this facility allow you to produce? And then how does that kind of compare to the current numbers? Give me just number examples of what we can expect for this facility moving forward. Sure. So today our facility up there is about a 15,000 ton facility. And like I said, it's a facility that's 30 years old and has not aged very well. So our ability to, to move tons through that facility really are, is, is not meant for the speed and pace of today. We are capped at, at what we can do in central Wisconsin. So it's going to help us improve access points having uh, more storage more tons on the ground helps us pull more tons from the river markets uh, maybe even when the rivers are, are closed uh, in the northern part of the mississippi so it's going to give our customers and our ability to position fertilizer a little bit more consistently help us alleviate some of the challenges that we have specifically with uh, freight and logistics coming into central Wisconsin. Um, this is a rail-based terminal, so we have rail access that's already there. And then the bigger size, uh, inbound size and inbound speed is going to allow us to be able to source some products from other places. So we're essentially adding capacity, we're adding speed, we're adding efficiency, and we're going to add the ability for our customers to purchase on a more consistent cycle um, with this facility. You mentioned rail. What are some of those struggles that you're seeing right now that you're excited that this facility will help minimize? It's really about that truck freight. You know, today on the facility that we have, we're turning those trucks in uh, a lot faster than, uh, a lot slower, excuse me, than what we're being able to take out. So uh, the biggest thing for us is having more capacity on the ground, in particular for some of the nitrogen products that we use in, in central Wisconsin, um, so that we're not as reliant on that in-season freight. We can really do a lot more filling and a lot more consistent, easy turning than we can uh, really doing it with our hair on fryer today, quite honestly, of we take six trucks out during the day and we only get two back in. That's a numbers game you're going to lose every time. So this facility is really going to help us play some catch up on that and be more timely with our customers. From a trucking and freight standpoint, I think that's something that's going to continue to be a challenge for us, especially the seasonality of that trucking business and the sheer demand that is coming towards the freight industry from not just here in Wisconsin, but across the United States and the number of truckers and carriers that we see declining every year due to retirements and things of that nature. So the freight industry is is definitely changing um, and you've got to have really strong partnerships in the industry. You've got to be working with those, those folks and being very proactive on communication, thinking multiple weeks and months ahead so that you don't have some of those shipping constraints um, that are inside of your control. There are definitely things that are outside of your control in, in all of that. Um, and the way I, I put it to, to our folks and to our customers is we have to be the best that we can absolutely be at what we can control and let the chips fall where they may with the things that we don't. Take me through the process of getting this facility going. Why Amherst Junction location? You guys have a few locations, so why that one? And the timing, supporting partners that help make this possible. Take me through all of those steps that are helping get to where it needs to be. This started back in 2014 and then really continued here as we got into 2018-19, looking at the trade flows of Wisconsin. Not only was where is our business today, but where is Wisconsin agriculture going to be for the next 25 or 30 years? Because you don't build a facility like this without thinking that we've got a 25 or 30 year runway to be able to have this facility in, in place. So uh, for us, it started back then looking at those trade flows across Wisconsin. Um, we utilize uh, several, several key partners. Uh, inside of this are two operations managers and Craig Rasmussen and Casey Kobach have been a huge uh, piece of the folks on the ground that are helping uh, coordinate uh, all the construction
construction crews that are on site. Uh, we work with Greystone Construction and New Tech Engineering um, as our two quarterbacks of this project. Um, and then I, I can't not talk about our local team. Uh, our local team there with Grant Wandry and, and his crew um, that help uh, from the day-to-day operations of continuing to run an ag retail business all while doing a major construction project is no uh, small feat. Um, we're also on a very tight turnaround. This project started here this late summer uh, in 2023, and it's going to be operational by March of 2024, which is a really quick turn for such a large building. So um, you're talking really back to 2014 and the planning process to really the last four or five years of getting down and dirty in the nitty gritty of putting this facility together, identifying all the potential loopholes that we need to make sure are closed up to be able to have this project go from conception to complete in really about nine months. So this is really uh, a, a lot that's come into and to, to this project. And we're in the concrete phase today. Um, we're currently, knock on wood, four weeks ahead of schedule, uh, which is uh, really helpful in a project of this scale. It doesn't take long to eat those four weeks up. So what's next then? What are the next steps that you're trying to take care of to make sure this facility opens and runs smoothly? Or even once it is open, goals for the future moving forward, some of those high key points you want to reach? You know, the big things in the short term, uh, the next steps, you know, we're in the concrete phase today, getting a building on the ground and making sure that the the physical uh, building is there and everything is correct. And then the crew to get that building erected before we start getting uh, too cold and snowy in that part of the world. Um, Those are really the, the two big short-term pieces for us you know long term it's about this facility and today we had the established business that's part of why we picked Amherst Junction is because we had established business in this part of the world Um, and really it's about how far can we now take that business what kind of radius can we service with the blending capacity that we have the physical capacity that we have uh, the trucking fleet that we're going to need for taking fertilizer outbound to to our customers Um, it's really starting to identify where those far reaches are that we can can work with and then helping our other smaller satellite facilities maximize their potential with this facility as well as as we try to feed those facilities with this hub. That was Insight FS General Manager Ben Huber. The new dry fertilizer facility is set to be operational by March of 2024. To learn more about the facility, head to MidwestFarmReport.com and look for the link in our article. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.